Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this month's edition of Classic Beauty with Besame Cosmetics. I'm your host, Janae. Thanks so much for joining me. This podcast is a monthly visit where we discuss goings-on within Besame Cosmetics. We'll share history and insight you won't find anywhere else, the backstory to products you know and love, and you'll be among the first to hear about new collections and products. We also get to chat with the founder of Besame Cosmetics, Gabriela Hernandez, and sometimes friends stop by to share with us a little more about the makeup industry. Join us today as we sit down with Stephanie Fowler, a Hollywood makeup artist who has done a lot of versatile work, but is most recently a personal makeup artist for none other than Jimmy Kimmel. So let's dive in and hear more about what that's like. Take it away, Gabriella. Today I have with me Stephanie Fowler, uh, Emmy Award-winning makeup artist from TV and films, including Nip Tuck, American Horror Story, Pretty Little Liars, Pirates of the Caribbean, 24, and one of my favorites, Mad Men. She is currently Jimmy Kimmel's personal makeup artist on the show Jimmy Kimmel Live, and we're going to chat all about makeup and her career. So let's welcome Stephanie Fowler. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How did you get started in makeup as a career? I wanted to do makeup when I saw the movie Madonna, Truth or Dare. Okay. I was fascinated by that makeup artist, Sharon Galt, and... I was like, that's what I want to do. And I've always had an interest in makeup. And then I had a friend who had an aunt who was in the business who was coming into town, into Texas, and got the opportunity to try out makeup on a film before I actually went to makeup school. So that kind of went backwards. Okay. And you weren't scared? That didn't scare you straight going into the work environment before even training? Uh, Oh, yeah. It was scary, but she was like, look, you know, this is a karate movie. There's not a lot of makeup involved. They kind of guided me, but I just did my thing and I loved it. And I probably had like 75 background actors that I worked with every day. And every time they came in every day, I I did the same, you know, you have to keep up continuity. Mm. She goes, just make them look the same every day. And I was like, what, what, why? And she's like, it's called continuity. I was like, okay. Wow. So did you do like body makeup on them? No. Just a face. Just face because they're background actors, karate, and, you know, sitting in the audience, maybe, you know, featured. We shot in an auditorium for like three weeks straight. Okay. So I worked with the same people for three weeks straight. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I learned that way. And then I was like, oh, this is great. And and she's like, oh, you know, the, the movie's coming to Los Angeles the last mm-hmm. month and a half. Would you like to come to Los Angeles to finish the movie out with us? Yeah, sure. Of wow. course. <laughs> so I came to L.A. and stayed and then went to makeup school after uh, that. And oh, okay. Studied. I studied I, afterwards, afterwards, of course. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So yes. when did you go into special effects? Well, they teach a little bit of effects in school, and then you kind of just learn as you go. Okay. And as I was doing a lot of low-budget movies, I would bring in effects guys, and I learned from them. And they would just say, jump in, you know, grab some latex. Let's throw this on this actor. Mm -hmm. And that's how I basically learned a lot of it. And I practiced a lot on family and friends and tortured everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Took a lot of pictures and got my portfolio started that way as well. Even during makeup school, you have to just take pictures of everything and everybody, no matter who it is. And 
and go from there. And then I got offered a movie and I took my book in and uh, he's like, wow, okay, this is, uh, you haven't done a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no. And he goes, okay, I'll give you the job. And cut to, his name is Nick Valalonga and he just won an Oscar for Green Book. Wow. So. That's great. Yeah. And I saw him come through Jimmy Kimmel and he was like, hey, kid. He always called me kid. <laughs> and he's only a year older than me. And he's like, hey, kid. And I was hey, Nick. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and he still talks about, remember, I gave you your first job. Very Italian. Oh, I gave yes. you your first job. <laughs> it's like, yes, of course. You won an Emmy on Nip Talk. No, I got nominated. You got nominated Uh, for? Yes, Aaron and myself and our team got nominated eight times through the series. I never won. Uh, Wow. So, yeah, no. (laughs) But you got nominated for it. How did you find reference? Did you look at a lot of photos to do the special effects for a show like that that had to do with so many doctors and... Uh, Yeah, uh, we had an on-set consultant who Mm. was a plastic surgeon nurse, Linda Klein. Mm. So she kind of guided us. And then we also had an effects team, Tom Berman and Barry Berman, who ran all the like hardcore effects, like the heads and stuff on the tables, operating Mm. tables when they did the surgeries. Mm. But Aaron Kruger, our uh, McCash, who was a department head, um, she also did a lot of research and always had tons of books and we didn't have the internet I don't think back then yeah no. <laughs> I was trying, I'm like did we no I don't think so but we also had Warner Research you know from that library we'd always hit up and magazine whatever you know somebody got cut we're like let's take a picture oh my god that's oh so my cool <laughs> did you get stitches yeah okay let us take pictures and we're going to continue taking pictures after this healed you know keep heal you know it's healing I mean just, Wow. Yeah. So I, so you can't be squeamish with this kind of work. No, nah, a couple, of, there's some stuff, but yeah, no. We no. had fun with it. I mean, Erin's great. She's a great boss and she's fantastic. And wow. I learned a lot th- from Erin because she came from effects yes. world. Yeah. yeah. So I learned a lot from Erin and... So now you do mainly Jimmy Kimmel, right, at, in, on the show? Yes. Now I'm in late night, which is complete opposite from working on films and episodic TV. So what's your day like for doing this kind of um, daily shows? Everything's based on real time. So the mm-hmm. news of what's going on. And we start off our mornings with rehearsal and they run through clips and the writers are writing all the time. Like everybody just works around the wrong clock and they come up with ideas on the day with clips. So after we watch rehearsal, if there's something involved, it'll be last minute, run to the makeup store, Nigel's, go mm-hmm. get looks or dig stuff out of my kit, you mm-hmm. know, things that I have, wigs, character looks. But it's fast mm-hmm. sketch comedy. It's not, we don't get to rehearse a lot of it. You know, some is just on the fly or not all of it's scripted and some of it is. So how long do you film for the show? An hour. <laughs> oh, so it's an hour. It's an hour. Uh, it's an hour. Is yeah. it with an audience? Is mm-hmm. it? Live oh, audience. So live audience. Yeah. So, and, so you only get one take through kind of. Thing? Well, if it's on, if it's during the show, it's. You only get one take. And they'll they'll have a, a quick rehearsal just to run through everything. But normally it's not like on set, an episodic or film where you're, you have stand-ins and then you have the rehearsal with the actors and blocking and all that. There's none of that. 
Wow. It's just fast. So, so how long does it take to do his makeup every night? Oh, not very long. It's super quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're, you're used to yeah. it at this point. Yeah. The thing about it is, is it's just very natural in the lighting. We use LED lighting mm-hmm. and high-def cameras. And first, when I first started the show, I had no idea what I was dealing with because it's not, you're not lighting for an actor on the set. It's more forgiving, but everything's overhead and it's LED and it's a little bit different than. So what, what do you have to keep in mind when that kind of lighting? In the beginning, when I tried out for the show, I had no idea. Like, what, 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 is, it, what is this? <laughs> now everybody's going to hear my secret. <laughs> so like, what am I doing? But fortunately, I found a guy that worked on the show kind of looks like Jimmy. So the, light, the lighting is more harsh? So you have to... Uh, no, it's just all that? overhead. It's, you know. Oh, okay. So you just, get deep shadows yeah, on, underneath. And we can't light him from the front because he is talking to the audience and you don't want this light like blaring in his eyes because right. there's only certain ways you can set lights for, so the cameras, you know, the cam- there's four cameras moving all the time and there's a static cam guy moving. There's overhead cameras on jibs. Everything's moving, moving, moving parts all over the place, and you just can't have lights sitting. Right. So that's why it's a little bit different than it is on a Right, on they, have to, they have to light the whole set, basically, right. as, a, as a, something that sits still, and then the cameras only mm-hmm. move. It's so, kind of like uh, if you watch Saturday Night Live, you always see the cameras moving around when they cut to commercial. Right, you know? right. What are the main differences you think between makeup for a daily show like this or a TV series or a movie? Well, that's a good question. I think there's more character looks like you're doing people in real time, whatever their character is, like housewife or maid or character kind of looks. And this is just different. It's just a very natural looking makeup with more like contouring and highlights Hmm. Just to based off the lighting. Do you do the the guests as well? No, no, I I only do Jimmy, but then I do have old clients that come through that have asked me, hey, you know, be oh, great if you can sneak down and get me ready for the show. <laughs> yeah. Also, time is different, right? Because mm-hmm. you work on this just Monday through Friday, like a regular schedule in movies and series they work pretty much any hour all all the time right well we work Monday through Friday and there it depends on what time of day it is if we're shooting something early we have to come in earlier if shooting something later we shoot later there's always something going on it's traveling and with the show or or traveling personally doing other jobs with him as well depending on it's like correspondence dinner Mark Twain Awards. Oh, that, yes. Yeah, so so you, of... you go with him to all these mm-hmm. things. Yes. Uh, I see. As far as being more uh, regular, as far as your time, do you think TV show is more regular than maybe working on films? It's st- stability-wise? Yes. Yes, yes. Um, we work year-round, and we have eight weeks off a year. Hmm. And it's sporadic. You know, it's spread out through the year. It's steady. For now, I'm enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it very low-key than doing character-heavy type films? Yeah, I mean, like, my workload is not as busy as if I was working on a a movie or an episodic show. Like, I guess if you're department heading or keying, you have a certain 
actors that you work with, you know, you're assigned to. Mm -hmm. And I'm only assigned to one. So, but I do help out with, there's a makeup and hair um, team downstairs. Mm -hmm. And if there's certain things they need help with, I'm always there to help out. I'm a team player. So So what's your favorite part of what you're doing now or your career in general? What do you think is your favorite aspect of what you're doing? Um, I, I like being a personal. I've done this, I guess, probably since 95. I was Aaron Spelling's personal okay. um, for a while, up until he passed away. Okay. And I, I just kind of, I like taking care of one person. One person. Okay. <laughs> But I do enjoy staying busy on films and TV shows. And I like working and getting people ready for different characters and then switching them over. You know, on Nip Tuck, it was always like the post-surgery based and then the recovery and then their normal look after they looked after the surgery. You know, you're always yeah. just kind of doing, could be frostbite one day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so now I want to talk a little bit about Mad Men because I'm interested okay. in the in that show. Since that show was in a definite period, th did you research the looks? Were were they very particular about being accurate as far as portraying the '60s and the '50s? What happened was when we went down on different shows, you call your friends. You're like, I'm available. Mm -hmm. Trisha Sawyer was running the background. They had an A trailer and then a B trailer, mm -hmm. and the B trailer took care of all the background that were always the main background, like the mm -hmm. secretaries. She did all the research with the department head as well. And then I just kind of came on and helped Trisha. But they're very particular about the nail shapes, the nail colors. Everybody has charts of the shapes and lip colors and eyeshadows and the eyebrow shapes and the lip shapes. And it was so fun. And then you only had 15 minutes to do each girl. doesn't matter. Like, get them in and get them out. And that was also painting and filing. Oh, my But goodness. then, yeah, Trisha had it down to a science, and she's very organized and loved working with her. And so the girls would stay on top of always coming very, you know, with their nails done, filed, and they would have their hair and rollers for the hair department and mm -hmm. their eyebrows. Some of them got right into it and would have them tweeze the shape. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so it was fantastic. And, you know, everybody was very professional. And so it made our jobs easier and quick. And I've heard that some people like to use like an airbrush makeup or things to make it faster to put foundation. I, Did you ever do that? Or no, are I you never, kind of more old school? I'm old school. <laughs> I like the old school because you can use brushes and get that airbrush look. But no, no, <laughs> I feel like airbrush kind of slows you down, you know, because if okay. it gets clogged or <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. it's like, oh, no, you know, or something happens. And then what are you going to do? So you but, prefer liquids or creams? I do. I, I mix the two together or I'll oh, okay. use two liquids. I will use all of it because you can't just find sometimes their skin tone in one product, I feel like. So you yeah. mix, mix them up? I always saying? mix. Okay. And then I mix lipsticks too and make colors and everybody's oh, like, I love this lip color. What's it? And I'm like, oh, it's like five colors. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you should give me some of those. I can make those shapes yeah, for you. Yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> so the makeup, have you noticed that maybe some makeups don't mix together too well, though, when you try to do that, when you mix different formulas? Sometimes, yeah. You know, I, I'm getting into the whole clean 
ask okay. you know, some of that. Okay. So some of that doesn't work because some is made with some oil, like essential oils and stuff. Like there's nothing in it. It's very right. Okay. And then you're just you know you're mixing it, and then it's all kind of you know creeping. <laughs> you're just like, oh, this is breaking and pulling, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. Yeah, sometimes performance. <laughs> yeah, don't mix too well. No, <laughs> you just kind of learn as you go, and I always just play and. You're kind of like a chemist, like yourself, yes, and you're yes. just like, let's see if this works, and oh, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, well, definitely, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. No. You try, and you try, and the formula just doesn't behave no. correctly. So when you were doing the eye looks, did, did you do creams or powders? We or? had powders, and powders we had, all had palettes. They had everything for us. Oh, they provided Oh, the they provided, for, Oh, yeah. that's great. They had the kits, and everybody had the same palettes. And okay. yeah, you would use the colors that they picked as well. So wow. I worked with Erin when I was on hiatus this year on Ratchet and and she is yes. did the same thing. So it makes it easier for us as well because yes, you know, to have just, all the palette yeah. colors yeah. so you know what you're using mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. I love it. They're so organized and it's so much fun to go play with. Everybody here, like, yes. oh, this is great. We, yeah, Erin seems very, she's, very organized. She's yes. very organized. Yes, yes. So do you, in what you're doing right now, obviously you don't do a lot of special effects, right, in what you're doing? We actually, we do. We, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we, on Fridays, we don't do it during tapings because there's just no time. You can't sit for two hours right. or two and a half hours and they're all working and it's sure. just not going to work. So Fridays, we don't shoot the show. We just shoot bits. Oh, okay. So we'll do prosthetics or some kind of look. We've had some guest stars, guest hosts, and okay. one Halloween we had a guest host. Dave Grohl came on, and he wanted to be David Letterman. Oh, okay. I actually brought some pictures. For oh, you awesome! Oh, and <laughs> yeah, then so, we'll put them up on the blog yeah, so people can yeah, see. Yeah, I brought it. a bunch of. Oh, that's stuff. great. So Mike, Mike McCash, Aaron's yes. husband, came and helped me. So it's sometimes I get to bring in some friends, and I'm like, hey, he came in and did helped me, and he did his magic, and we uh, transformed Dave Grohl into David Letterman, and. It was crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. It was so much fun. I had a that, good time. And Dave Grohl was he's such a good sport. He was he was loving it. He just got really into it. That's <laughs> so, great. That's great. Yeah. So every once in a while. Yeah. But I mean not all the time, but every once in a while we'll get a little fun thing to do. And yeah, I was just wondering if you kind of missed that part of I, it since you did a lot of it before. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would definitely miss it. And then some, you know, I miss out on new techniques that are coming rolling in and I try to stay on top of it, and I go to Monster Palooza, yeah, and just yes. hey, you know, walk around and see what all the new products are, and watch the demos, and learn, try to learn all the new techniques or what everybody's doing. Because I'm not going to be here forever, and got to go back. I'm going to go back out there. So. Oh sure, I no, no, they have so many new things. Every yeah. time I go to one of these things, I'm amazed at the materials that they come out with. They, yeah. They're more and more realistic every mm-hmm. time. It's, yeah. It's amazing. It's yeah. Great. A friend of ours, Zoe Hay, who ages Mandy Moore on This Is Us. Uh-huh. You know, she's got all these cool tricks and because they have to, you know, they're doing her makeup. I don't know how many times a week she mentioned aging her. So they have to be quick about it. And she has all these cool things. <laughs> yeah, she, things does. she does. Yeah. And magic things. Yeah, little, yes. So, That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun to talk to all your friends. We're all a bunch of makeup nerds that sit around and 
what are you doing? What are you using? Oh, and then there's also when we shoot bits with certain celebrities, their makeup artists come with them. They'll bring their personals as well. Okay. And so we sit off to the side and we're like, what are you using? What do you like? It's kind of interesting because I learn a lot from those guys coming in and out as well because they do films with a lot of these people and it's interesting. When you did the Pirates film, what did you do there? Was that on location? So it was at Universal Studios on the back lot and Kim had hired all women makeup artists because we were in charge of doing the mermaids. And the oh, mermaids, I love the mermaids. Mm-hmm. They're so they, cool and yeah. so creepy. And, yeah, the and, evil mermaids. Yes, I know. Wow. Yeah, so, were... yeah it, was, it was fun. What we did is we had to put on nipple covers. So they wanted all women so the women felt comfortable because mm. and we worked with them for a while. And yeah, so we just covered, did the nipple covers and did their beauty makeup and took care of them. We had two mermaids each. And yeah, it was really fun. And that's, uh, I met Kim on that movie and loved her ever since then because she was a good boss that handled that department. She was very organized as well. Yeah, I like to I like to work with organized people. <laughs> I think you have to in productions yeah. are big because there's so many people and so many things yeah. uh, to do and coordinate. You mm-hmm. if you're not organized, I don't know how you would put it together. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you design any looks for any of the other projects that you worked with in the past? A bunch. You've done a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm thinking, what if I department headed? Because a lot of the stuff you read off, I was like helped out on, like Pretty Little Liars. I helped out on and. American Horror Story. So Uh. do you have special techniques that you do for men that are different than women? No, it's just really natural. Most men don't like to wear makeup at all. And no, just but like, I bet they like to look good, though. Oh, yeah. They just want to feel good, look good. And they're just yeah. all of them are like, if you can just not make me look like I'm wearing any makeup. That'd okay. Be great. That was Kiefer. Okay. I was like, no problem. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and, you know, you just are professional and you keep your mouth shut. What do you do specifically on a man? Like, what would you um, It was just grooming. Do? Take care of all their facial hair if they have any and okay. groom them like you would. Just And you put some foundation on? Yeah, you skin, you prep their skin, skin. as yeah. always. First, take care of their skin care. Yes. And then a little bit of foundation, as, as little as possible. <laughs> do you do any, like, pencils? Some of the guys on the films liked a little eyeliner and mm-hmm. a tiny bit of, like, brown very lightly. Mm-hmm. Some liked mascara, but very Eyebrow- light. Brows? No, not, no brows? not really. Just keep them trimmed Trim, down and, trimmed and, down. and gro- well-groomed. Okay. And you just take care, you know. Any contouring at all or some? Some of them didn't really need it because they all yeah, have really nice jaw, yeah, jaw lines. U- and, usually, yeah, leading yeah. men have that yeah. kind of... And Kiefer was always just running, 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 and okay. We the we had Evian bottle, water bottle at all times because he was okay. sweaty and running. That's all he did. <laughs> okay. I want to look good and I want to be sweaty and I want to run. Okay. So, uh, how about lips? Do you like no. use uh, any kind of moisturizer? Some of them liked the lip balms, you know, just lip balms. yeah, like the Kills, but not really because they some don't like them because they feel like. They have something on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's sticky or whatever. Okay. I just, I always kind of played off some of those guys because they've been doing it longer than I have, especially Kiefer. He's been acting forever. Yeah. So, and he knows himself better than I do. Sure. Oh, yeah. So I just play off, like, tell me what you like. What are you allergic to? 
Um, it's always oh, a good okay. question. And what don't you like? And how do you like to be touched up? Because he's very into learning his lines and had a coach with him at all times. And I just don't ever want to get in the way. And mm-hmm. he told me the rules and that was it. So. Oh, okay. Do you do the same with Jimmy with, when he's doing the show? Do you touch him up between takes? You, or? T- you, you go in in between guests and stuff, but it's pretty low. It's okay. not, yeah, it's not like you're working on a movie where there's lot hot lights and running around. Right. It's very minimal. It's like very, very minimal, very easy. Does that film in the afternoon basically every day? or We shoot at 5. At 5? Mm-hmm, 5 o'clock. Okay. No, wait, do we? Yeah, 5 o'clock. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and what we're, time are you done? 6.30, 7. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. we have music. They have, like, bands. Oh, so, so after the show finishes, you you guys are done as well? We're done. Unless okay. we do, sh- we'll shoot stuff after the show. It just depends on what the schedule of that week okay. entails. If there's a special bit we're doing or something could be something not even dealing with the show. We'll do something like a photo shoot or just depends. Something else mm-hmm. that he's involved in. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Would you, would you advise somebody that maybe wants to get into the industry and doesn't quite know what How to do or, or, you know, what would be the best fit for what they like? You know? Well, I get hit up a lot on Instagram. Like yes. People. <laughs> so I always, I'm always really nice and I always try to give them the best advice that I can. I personally, when I started, I said yes to everything and Mm -hmm. I would call around like AFI Mm -hmm. and say, are you guys looking for makeup artists? I'm sure now they have like something online that you, they're making all these into, you know, their little film movies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, do you guys need makeup artists? Or there's that magazine i don't know if you remember backstage yes oh yes i, I would answer yes. ads <laughs> backstage yes. schools too yeah you know, like yeah now film schools right uh are always doing shorts and yeah. those guys need afi yeah. The yeah, film. yeah yeah uh, but art center has a film department la film school does uh, yeah. all kinds of student films so I, yeah, it's a lot it is i just think if you have time and you can start off that way and mm-hmm. work and work your way up and then just network you know, mm-hmm. that's how you kind of are in the right place at the right time. And then they refer you. Always be nice and professional. And I used to always write thank you cards to mm-hmm. people after I worked with them. You'll mm-hmm. probably get a thank you card. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I look forward to it. I don't get um, a lot of written mail, so it's good. It's um, great. But I always sent thank you cards even after an interview. Yeah. And if I got the job, they were always, that was amazing i've never gotten thank you cards after you know interviewing somebody for this position and it could have been yeah yeah. but i just say work hard and if you really want to really want to do this you have to be dedicated you're not going to have much of a life because you're on set a lot how do you handle like difficult people because in the industry you know you get people in your chair that might be a bit more difficult and i've had makeup people tell me that they've had some people that were really really hard yeah, uh, to work with. Have you had any experience on how I to deal with that? I haven't had a lot of people. It seems like it's not the ones that have been doing it for a really long time. It might just be mm-hmm. the ones that are like number. Because I was listening to Tim on your mm-hmm. podcast. Yes, yes, it might be like somebody like number, you know, number fifty-eight that has yeah. one line, and yeah. you're just like, really? Okay, you set a tone in a makeup trailer, and and, and if you've been 
shooting for a couple of months on a film or TV show, you've set this tone and you come in, you have candles burning or nice music playing and you're quiet and they step into your world. They're, most of the time, everybody's kind of cool, you know, like, oh, okay, you know, I'm just a guest here. But mm-hmm. I think first starting out, it was maybe I had a couple, but nothing I can really remember, but... But nothing that bad. Or nothing even, that bad. Yeah. Because I'm pretty quiet. I'm kind of shy, but I just like, I just like to do my job. Do your and, job. Yeah. yeah. And just go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and keep it very professional. Just professional. And that's why, like, I still have people calling me that come into town and I'll get them ready in the mornings. They'll come in and they have, like, they're pitching shows or going to go do something on camera. Mm-hmm. And you just go to their hotel room or go to their house and get them ready and leave. And they love it because they're sitting there and they have a million things they're thinking about unless they're talking to you one right. on one. But sure. it's just like at work. I'm not going to sit there. Everybody's working. You're not going to go, oh, so how about them Dodgers? You know, you're just not right. going to. It just doesn't work like that. Sure. No, no, I understand. So how often, if you do all these things extra, how often do you stock your kit? Oh, I get sent. You get sent a bunch of I get, stuff. Yeah, oh, I get great. people hit me up just because for all over the, I've been doing this for 25 years now. Sure. So just like you have all those contacts and people are just like, hey, you know, I'm working over here. Would you like to try blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. I really can't have a ton, a big kit because I don't really need all that stuff. But every once in a while, I'll do some clients like I mentioned. Oh, okay. And then I usually end up giving them. I was like, hey, take all this stuff. I just used (laughs) on you because I'm not going to use it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Because you get all these things anyways. And it goes bad. You know, the shelf It does. It does. Yeah. I don't want that. Makeup doesn't last that long. No. Then people don't understand that. Some productions are like, why are you buying? Because after... Three months, this foundation is not going to be the same. No, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not. Nail polish, you know. Oh, nail polish is, people don't realize how quickly actually that goes bad. Mm -hmm. It doesn't last more than like six months, right? Or eight months. I think it's actually, I think 12 12 12 is is what they 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 recommend. Yeah, Yeah, but it usually starts to get a little hard to deal with in a few months because it dries out. Yeah, Yeah, it dries out a bit. It does separate after Mm -hmm. a while as well. Which you wouldn't think the nail polish actually goes bad because yeah. it's right. It's, it's a you know it's a lacquer right, um, but it but it does yeah. And I don't know about like the clean all the clean new nail polishes. I don't know what the shelf life would be for that. I I don't know. I mean, it's the same kind of formula. They might have taken off some of the things, but it's basically it's the same formula. Mm-hmm. So it would still have the same issues as the pigments separating from bases and uh-huh. things like that after a while. Yeah. So I think that happens regardless yeah. of which one it is. And it still dries right. because it still contains solvent, unless it's a water-based polish, mm-hmm. like some of these other peel-off polishes yeah. that, you know, that are water-based. Right. Um, yeah. Which are a little bit different. That's that's a, t- a totally different formulation. Yeah, that's great. Then you don't need to buy a lot of things. Then. I don't need a lot of stuff, but I still like to have all the cool new things because you like to have all the pretty new stuff. And so luckily some people send me, you know, send me stuff or we have a Sephora right across the street. So oh, the, at lunch, get, I'm yeah, over so there all the time. <laughs> there like, and I just like to look at all the different products that are coming in. And that's how I stay up on all that stuff or I'm online reading. 
But for the show, you have an account with somebody to buy things just for the show? If oh, yeah. We have, uh, I go to Nigel's. Oh, and okay. We have so, an account so, with Nigel's. So you just buy everything mm-hmm. from there if this, you need Yeah, the incidentals. The mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. The other stuff you use on your own clientele and other mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. That's great. Everybody has their, like, kit. You know, it's, all this is just used on you, and this, all this is just used on you. And then you can have it because I'm not going to use it again. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so as far as keeping your kit small, do you have any tips on what to keep and not to keep in your kit? Um, I Well, I travel a lot with work, so I'm all about travel size. Okay. I'm a travel size girl. <laughs> okay. So I don't know what you wouldn't keep in your kit. I mean, everybody has their favorite things that they use. But as far as like not having 30 different oh, shades yeah. of foundation no, in your you kit. Know, no. no. You know it's great are the RCMA palettes or uh, okay. the Cinna. Yes, yes, the those, palettes that yes, you can mix the creams. Yes, you yes. can mix. You can get every single skin tone off right. my palette. But but you have to know how to do that right. though. Yeah, and that's a skill. Did they teach you that in in school, or is that something you picked up? I think I just picked it up because I was always playing around, like doing a little chemistry stuff, Ah, and you just kind of have to play around. And sometimes you don't have time to play around. Somebody sits in your chair. You just better figure it out. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you better act like you know what you're doing. And but but you, have, you, you have an eye though. You have yeah. an eye for yeah. it. You have to have an eye. You, you know yes, to mix absolutely. color and actually match it mm-hmm. to somebody's skin from yeah. uh, you know main colors that are not necessarily skin yeah. tones. Yes. Uh, so you you kind of have to learn yeah. how to do that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having I really me. appreciate really you coming and, and sharing your your life and your story. Thank and, you. I enjoy listening to your podcast. Well, thank you very much. And then uh, we'll put it all up. And if anybody wants to get in touch or ask you questions, they, you probably have an account that we can. Uh-huh. It's um, Instagram is Steph Makeup. Wait, what is it? Steph Fowler Makeup. And there you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm not on Instagram that much, but it, you know. Okay. So follow her on Steph Fowler Makeup then on Instagram and we will put pictures up on our blog as well so you can show your work on there and we hope that everybody enjoyed this podcast and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in today for this edition of Classic Beauty with Besame Cosmetics. Check out our blog on BessemeCosmetics.com for even more info and photos of Stephanie's work. We would love to hear what you thought. You can comment on our blog or tweet us at Besame Cosmetics and let us know if you have any questions about today's episode or what you'd like to hear on future episodes of our podcast. And of course, be sure to subscribe and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join us next month for more exciting updates. So long, Besame Beauties. Glad we could get together. Remember to stay glamorous every day.